What's going on y'all? Susie Larry Hernandez here. Today we're talking about uh, finances and children. Uh, so, so backstory, quick disclaimer you guys, I'm not a financial advisor. I don't have any licenses or anything like that. I had a question, I had a comment the other day like, are you, are you a financial advisor? No, I'm not. The stuff I share with you is uh, stuff that, uh, that we personally do and it's working for, uh, you know, stuff that's working for us, stuff that we personally do. You know, if you want financial advice, look for a financial advisor. I'm not that. I just feel like what I share can help people because, you know, we're people. So anyway, uh, so we're talking about finances and children. A little bit of backstory. My wife and I, we're debt free. Uh, we got out of debt. It took us 15 months to pay off $46,000 and uh, we're out of debt. So right now we're putting 50% of retirement, 15% of our income to retirement every paycheck, you know, for the entire year or whatever. And then we are uh, pay, paying off our mortgage. So we got about three years to pay that off. Uh, we've been in for, for two years. Uh, we got a pretty good deal. So we're putting some, uh, a huge amount of money to it. So, and then the, fifth thing, the third thing that we're doing is we're putting away for kids college. So the way we have it set up is we're putting $50 per child every time we get paid. So. I get paid every week. Uh, my wife gets paid bi-weekly, so every every check or every pay period, we put fifty dollars for each kid. So that's a hundred dollars going to for each kid every every time we get paid. Uh, I think we figured that out by de deciding on how much they're gonna need whenever it's time to take it out for college, and then dividing that by however many years it's gonna till then. And then, you know, we, we just decided on $50 or something like that. So there's already so much money in there now. We've been putting it away for my my daughter. So that's the first thing I wanted to talk about, which is start putting away money now for your kids so that way you have money for college later. That way you don't have to pay for their, you know, some people pay for their kids' college. We're not, I mean, we're paying for our kids' college, but we're doing it in the long run. Uh, so what? How are we doing that? We're doing that with a 529. So a 529 is basically kind of like a, a 401k or a Roth IRA, in that you can put it into the market and it can grow with interest, right? And we have one for my daughter, one for my son, fifty dollars per kid, and they're being invested into mutual funds uh, right now. So. It, that money is growing with the along with the money that we're putting in there it's growing with interest we got a pretty good percentage I think the average percentage is like 14% for the particular mutual fund that we have uh, so that our kids can have money for college right so how do we do that we're able to do that because we're out of debt and we actually have because if you think about a $50 a month I'm sorry $50 every pay period that's 50 that's so the 100 200 304 that's 400 dollars uh for for both kids all together every every month so 100 100 200 300 400 that's 400 dollars a month and you're probably saying like well how do i get 400 dollars a month well you got to get out of debt so that way you can have money right so 400 dollars a month I overheard this guy one time. He was listening to my video. He's like, "Well, I wish I had a hundred dollars." 
I was like, dude, well, you can have a hundred dollars if you if you get out of debt and you know start taking care of yourself, you know, uh, financial wise. So that's how we're able to do that and put fifty percent to retirement and pay able to pay our mortgage, right? So the next thing I wanted to talk about regarding kids and finances is uh, start showing them how how money works. So the first thing is, where does money come from? Money comes from work. If you think about it, you go to work eight to five, at the end of the week, you get a paycheck. That's where money comes from. Our kids are growing up to, to think that money comes from mom and dad. Every time we ask mom and dad for money, they give us money. That's how we get money, right? Wrong. If you start teaching them like for instance, what we're doing, what we're doing is, it's kind of like, okay, my daughter works for money. She cleans her room. She cleans her room. We give her a dollar. She cleans her room. We give her five dollars. She cleans her room. We give her ten dollars. Whatever, whatever the amount is you want to give to your to your child, as you know, as you pay them, that's what you give to them. So that way they learn. If I work for my money, if I work. I get money right so set aside so what you can do is set aside some money for your kid set aside some money for in, in an envelope every paycheck you know it could be ten twenty dollars whatever get it in dollars put it in the envelope and leave it solely for whenever your kid does chores or does whatever they need to do to make money right so that way you can give them a dollar or whatever twenty dollars five dollars whatever right uh, so once they learn where how to make money and where money comes from, then you start teaching them how to use money. So not, first they know how to get money, then they then we have to teach them how to use money. So there's three ways to use money: you give it, you save it, and you spend it. You give, save, spend. That's what we do with money. We give it, we save it, and we spend it. Okay. So depending on how, the age of your kid, you can put three three jars: one for give, one for save, one for spend. My daughter's a little younger, so I don't think she understands the concept of giving, saving, and spending right now. So we just have one big bucket for uh, like a save. So at the end of the month, we take her to Walmart, whatever. She's got like 30, 20 bucks or however much she made. Uh, and then we take, her, we take her to Walmart and she uses her money to buy a toy. Okay, so this is teaching her, okay, I earn money. The money that I earned, I'm spending it to go for, to have a transaction. Because when you give money, you get something back. And then you get change back. She starts to learn that transaction of money. How is money used? We go and spend it, and we get something in return, right? So I teach. We teaching our my daughter that. The second, uh, the second jar is is giving, uh, giving. So that first one was spending. The second one is is giving. So back in the day when I used to go to church, they used to pass. I don't know if they still do this. Maybe they still do. They they pass the bucket around. They pass the basket around. You put money in there, right? That's giving. You're giving money without expect, expecting anything in, in return. Or you're giving money to somebody at the stoplight without expecting anything in return, right? So whenever we start, whenever the bucket goes around, you put your money in there, the kid sees you do that, and they start to do that because you, you have a bucket specifically for that. It could be 10%, whatever. So that way the kid, oh, this is my give money. It goes in the bucket every week or every month or whatever, wherever you give to. So they learn how to give. They learn how to give money without expecting anything returned. That's the concept of giving. And then the third thing is uh, saving, 
right? So the first thing was spend. How, the, how do you spend? First thing is how do you give? And the next thing is how do you save? Well, the save is you have a bucket for long-term long -term items. Say your kid wants to get an Xbox, your kid wants to get a new phone, or they want to get, you know, a Barbie dream house or whatever the heck they want to get. They save in that bucket for that long-term expense. Okay? So, and then like, say say it's like $400 and then it comes out to like four dollars or whatever. Your kid has $400, just put the $20 in there for them. You know what I mean? Don't hold it, hold it against them. Oh, well, you don't have $20. You know what I'm saying? So, so they learn how to, to they learn how to delay gratification with this, because they know the Xbox costs four hundred dollars or however much it is. They're like, oh shoot, I got two hundred dollars. I gotta keep working. I gotta, I gotta work so much. Uh, you know, dad only gives me ten dollars a week or whatever, uh, you know, a month or whatever. I, I gotta figure out how to make some more money so I can get this Xbox real fast. What do they do? You start showing them how to do multiple streams of income. Well, you get money here. You can get money mowing grasses too. You can get money washing cars. You know what I'm saying? So they, they learn multiple streams of income so that they can get the money quicker so that they can buy their, their long-term expense. You see what I'm saying? So you're teaching them foundational good stuff on uh, about money, about saving money. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, here's another example. So say you, and this is going to be a tough one for parents. Say you go to an amusement park your kid's been saving up. They got like $200 in their savings. They're like, all right, I'm going to take all this with me to the amusement park so I can go play some games or whatever. You know what I'm saying? The first hour you're there, the, the kid spends all their $200, right? They spend all their $200, and you got two more hours to go at the amusement park, and your kid's there bugging you, hey, I need some more money. I need some more money. You yourself got to be standing your ground and be like, nope, when the money's gone, it's gone. That's the lesson. When the money's gone, it's gone. You can't, there's no more money. You spent all your money here. So what is that? That teaches them firstly how to use their money, how to spend their money wisely, how much money they have, and not to borrow money. Because they're going to be asking you, hey, dad, I need another $5. I need another $6. What are you doing? You're asking for a loan. They're asking for a loan at a young age. You see what I'm saying? And if you if you break down and you give it to them, they start to think, oh, okay, if I run out of money, I can I can go ask for money. You see what I'm saying? So that's going to be a hard lesson, I feel like, for my daughter later on uh, or for my kids because they, they could use up all their money because what we teach them is like when the money's gone, it's gone, it's gone. You, you can't spend anymore. There's no reason to go into debt. Okay, so that's the – so those are the, those are the three, uh, three ways to use money. So the first one is how to make money. second one is how to use money, right? So this third one I just kind of want to rant off if you allow me to on some, some, some things that I had in mind. So one of the things that I had in mind was a lot of us are in debt, right? What are, what are our kids learning about debt from us? One of the things that they're learning is that it's normal to stress out about money. We go and buy a car. We go and, you know, get a TV on credit. The kid sees that. And then Next month, we're, we're like stressing out, like, how are we going to get the payment? How are we going to get the payment? This, this, and that. Oh, money. They start to think that that's normal. You see what I'm saying? They start to think that it's normal, that debt is normal. So what we got to get out of debt and show them that, look, this, this is not how it works. You know what I'm saying? This is how it's supposed to work. And that's what I'm teaching my, that's what we're teaching our daughter. Uh, that Because 
my daughter, I think she was like four. How old was she? I think she was four or five. Four or five whenever we got out of debt. So she, she's, she's grown up with the understanding that debt, it, it's not part of our family. It's not part of how we live, you know. So she, she doesn't see a stretch out, stress out like about, oh, how are we going to make the payment? She sees the good problems about money like, okay, uh, we got a budget. We got so much to spend. These are the problems that we have with money. And they're money you're supposed to have because you're not in debt. Like money, problems like how much money should we set aside for this, for, for the groceries? How much money do we need to spend for this month uh, for, to have money for the next month? You know what I mean? Like good problems to have with money, you know, um, instead of like, oh, we owe money. Uh, you know, you're stressed out. You have anxiety and your kids learn that. Right. So that's another thing uh, that that kid that. So the, that fourth thing was that kids learn about us, how how we how we're supposed to react to money. OK. So the fifth thing, there's five things, there's a fifth thing is uh, a car for your kids. So here's an idea. Have your kid work for a car, but hear me out. Whatever they work for, however much they save up for a car, match them. Your kid saves $3,000, $2,000 for a car. You give them another $2,000. They got $4,000 for a car. Used car, I mean, why do they need a new car for? Used cars, got a tired engine. I mean, that way they don't have to speed or nothing. They're, they're kids. They're, they're just learning how to drive, right? So get this. That's the first kid. The second kid, they're like, huh. My older sister, she got $4,000. I'm going to save up enough to make $6,000. So he saves $3,000. You give him $3,000. And he's got $6,000 for a used car, right? So there's two things here. The first thing is they learn how a match works. If they get a 401k, some 401ks, if you put money in, they put some money in. If you put $2 into your investments, your company puts $2 into your investments. That's like a match. They're learning that. The second thing is that your younger kid is going to see the older kid and be like, huh, if she saved three thousand, I'm gonna save five thousand. She saves five thousand, and then you give them five thousand. She's got ten thousand dollars for a car. You see what I'm saying? So, money's a good thing. I don't understand why we think it's bad. Oh, it's bad to have money. No, it's not. It it it's bad to be irresponsible with money, and it's good to be responsible with money, right? So, uh, that was the thing for a car. So that that's how you you would help them get a car instead of having to buy them a brand new car and then you're stuck with the payments or you give them the payments that's I, I don't think we should give our, our kids payments we shouldn't give that that burden to them we shouldn't have the payments for for them you know that's a burden for us because we're trying to save for retirement you know what I'm saying so just pay cash that, that's why paying cash for stuff is good you know what I'm saying it, it, it's not smart to to have a loan or to go out and get a loan you know for a car I don't think so that's the car so the sixth thing is this is gonna be a good one how about giving your kid a house? Give them a house. Instead of giving them a car, give them a house, right? So all the way up until this point, I mean, you might be like, well, if you can't give them a car, why are you going to give them a house? You know what I'm saying? So what you do is 
all the way up until that point, you give them a house. Say they're going to be like 17 or 18 or whatever. They're ready for college. Up until that point, you'll have trained them. Trained and trained and trained. This give, save, spend. This is how you make money. Give, save, spend. This is how you make money. They bought their own, they help, you help them buy their own car. By the time you give them a house, they're going to college. They, you got the 529 saved up for them. You know, they could have been writing for scholarships while they're in high school. You know, that's another thing. I'll talk about that number. I think that's number six or number seven. So right now we're talking about, so you give them a house. Up until that point, they have a place to stay while they're finishing college. You have, they have a place to stay while you're, they're finishing college. Dude, would you rather do that or pay for their tuition? You know what I'm saying? So if you give them a house, that's a blessing. So they own a house. At 18, 19 years old, they don't have, they ain't got to worry about a mortgage payment for so long. They can put, they can start saving. Man, the possibilities are freaking awesome. That's why it's important to leave an inheritance to your children's children. And that's one of those ways that we can do it. The next thing is, I think this is number seven. Need some water here. And I was thinking about it while I was talking about number six. So number seven is, uh. Uh, what was I thinking about? Okay, uh, yeah, college. So we're talking about college number, I think this is number seven. So college is expensive. It's, it's expensive. I mean, people take out loans to go to college. So... If you don't have enough money saved up for college for them in a 529, say you, I mean, say you have a little bit. So what you can do is while they're in high school, like say 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 by the time it comes to college, you only have like five thousand dollars saved up for them, or ten thousand or whatever. What you can do is while they're in high school, their whole senior year, or or junior year or whatever, have them write scholarships as part of their part of their homework. Two scholarships a day. You know, one scholarship a day, write letters. What else are they going to do with their life as a senior or a junior? Go party? I mean, you know what I'm saying? So you're the parent. We're the parents. We're responsible for them. And they're still kids. You know, they're still adolescents. You know what I mean? They're just, they have adult bodies. You know what I'm saying? At teen, at that age. So... Have them write scholarships once a week or whatever if you don't have enough money for them. Have them work after school. Go cut, you know, cut extra yards. They're already working at this point in your household. If they're making already multiple streams of income, say they're cutting grasses already, they're already making money, you know. So they can start saving after they got their car or whatever. They can start saving that money for college. You know what I mean? That could be their job while they're going to college. So that way, okay, so colleges are expensive. If you go... To an, if your ch child goes to another state, as soon as they cross that border of your state to go to another school, university, that's automatically, that's automatically money added onto their tuition. It's called out-of-state tuition. That's extra money you don't need to pay when they can get an education in the same state that they're in. When is the last time that you asked your doctor where they got the degree from? Never. 
So the piece of, the, where you get your degree from doesn't matter as much as actually getting the degree. Because the majority of us, I mean, you don't ask your doctor, you don't ask your dentist, you know, you don't ask your financial advisor, hey, where'd you get your degree from? No. So go in state, go to a community, have them go to a community college where it's cheaper to get their basics and then have them go to a university. Like we're fortunate in Corpus to have a university right there in the city. So you gave them a house, they live in that house, they go to the university, you know, pay for their, their school with their scholarship money or whatever. You know, and they're set. You don't have to pay extra money for them for to go out of state, you know, to for a dorm or whatever. I mean, I guarantee you the majority of kids that go out, they're worried about partying. You know what I mean? They don't want to be, they don't want to, they don't want, the last thing they want to think about is home. You know what I'm saying? That way, that's why up until that point, you've shown them, look, this is how important it is. And you talk about college with your kids. You know, this could be point number eight. You talk about it with your kids. You tell them, look, this is normal for us. This is what our family does. We go to college or, or trade school. They don't have to go to college. You know, we, we go to some type of school so that way we can have a job that gets us more money. You see what I'm saying? Because they'll, they'll have made so much money, you know, up until this point, cutting grasses and, and, you know, working in your household or whatever. You want to, you want to tell them, look, there's ways to make even more money. You know, you can learn a trade. You can get a degree that is marketable to make more money than what you're making now because they're going to be wanting to make you more money. You know what I mean? They're going to be wanting to buy a phone. They're going to want to buy purses. They're going to want to buy clothes. You know what I'm saying? Granted, we got we buy their own clothes. We buy stuff that they need, you know, as 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 their kids because they need it. That, that's just part of being a parent. You know, but they're going to have to provide for themselves. They're going to want a jacket. You know, they're going to want a, a, a shirt or a dress or whatever, jewelry. You know, how are they going to get that? You know, you tell them, look, this is how you make more. This is one way that how you make more money. You can get a, You can learn to work with your hands, like do welding. You can learn how to drive. Uh, you can learn how to do accounting, whatever, whatever is marketable for them. So that way they can make more money, you know, as opposed to the money that they were making. So that they, that way they can start living on their own. What you want to do is they got to leave the nest sometime. You know what I mean? They got to leave. And you, that's the, this is what he's one of the, some of the best ways to equip them to be able to live on their own, you know what I'm saying? As opposed to just saying, all right, here you go, figure it out. You know, you, that I don't think that would make us good parents if we're like, okay, here, figure it out, you know? And at the same time, I'm not trying to bash anybody because I know people, I'm, because I know we're trying and I know that this is, some, this is some stuff that we never learned as kids. You know, we never learned about this stuff. Our, our parents, you know, they did the best, they did how they thought it was good for us, you know? and. This is just knowledge that I want to share uh, for for us to know that th there's there's some good ways, you know what I mean. And I learned all this stuff uh, online. I learned it from people who are actually putting it into practice, and it's actually helping us and working for us. And I hope that it will work for you too. So thanks a lot, you guys, for watching, for listening to this video. Uh, let, let me recap real quick. So put away 520 uh, in a 529 for your kids. That's what we're doing. The first thing. The second thing is you learn how uh, you teach your kids how where money comes from, how to make money. The third thing is you teach them how to use money. Uh, the fourth thing is uh, I think it's buying a, uh, buy them a car or whatever. And then the fifth thing is give them a house. And sixth thing was like uh, uh, what was it? The, the, the kids aren't learning how to stress out. They're learning that we don't have to stress out about money. And the seventh thing was like. Uh, 
I don't remember. If you remember, go back and check it out. Thanks a lot for watching, you guys. Have a good one. Bye.